Hello everyone. Before we get started today, I wanted to let you know, especially if you are one of my loyal listeners that is looking for a little bit more, I've created a paid subscription option for the podcast for 99 pence per month. On top of this being ad-free and just purely being the essence of the episodes, I will be doing bonus episodes, some personal update episodes, and we'll also include any information, invites into any virtual workshops or online things that I do in the future. So if you fancy it, check out the show notes below with the link and enjoy the show. Hello everyone and welcome to today's episode of the Self-Improvement Project. This is a bit of a special one. We have passed the two-year mark of the Self-Improvement Project podcast. Two years of at least a weekly podcast episode. And to mark this occasion, I've got my good friend Dan on to the podcast where we just use it as a bit of a space to reflect more so for reflections on lessons learned and to just take a step back to look at the journey and also discuss the future of the self-improvement project as well. Dan and I are good friends, we go back quite a long way and we've shared this journey since the start. So I hope you enjoy listening to our thoughts, and I hope you're as excited as I am for the future of the Self-Improvement Project. As always, reach out, let me know what you think, and what you would like to see maybe with the Self-Improvement Project over the next few years as well. Enjoy! Yeah, so two years of the Self-Improvement Project. Um, try to think... We did our first... Do you remember when we did Atomic Habits? That was quite yeah. early on. That was quite early on. I do remember that because it was absolutely roasting that day. Um, mm. During the first lockdown. And I had like... I think, yeah, that was the first one we'd done. And we had talked so much about that book. And I had done so much like preparation ahead of that podcast. I remember sitting on my bed. I think it was summer sometime. Um and absolutely sweating it's like a sauna but um yeah I think I think that was the first one first one we've done but um I think looking back like a lot of things related to that can be attributed to where you are now which I think is quite cool yeah I think um I know we've got notes for it and stuff but I think yeah like the whole two-year journey I was thinking about that as a thought and like it is just the consistency of it that Mm. was what we chatted about in that pod where it was like the importance of that and the different ways of getting it and everything over the whole two years comes down to that one a week episode putting it out there seeing what happens um well that's that's what i was thinking actually because obviously i knew we're having this having this call um and I know we're kind of reflecting on on like the past past few years. Um, and the one thing that stood out to me was there's a graph in that James Clear book 
and it's all about progress and, and people's attitudes towards progress. Um, and he's basically referring to how success and progression, it's not a linear, a linear graph, right? It's not mm. a linear, um, linear kind of movement. So a lot of it is, you know, you're kind of flatlining for a while, um, might not be seeing as much progress. And then you get to a point and that line just starts to shoot up. And I think that is definitely what I think you've experienced. Because I remember when, and obviously we're, we're talking about like the podcast um, over two years now, but I remember when you first started, the goal was to, you know, have like a, a podcast a week, you'd put it out, you'd see what you're getting. And I think you, you, you won't disagree with me here, but probably didn't gain as much traction as you thought at the beginning um or as much as you want anyway you always have a desire of what you you think and want will happen and it doesn't yeah exactly and it was it was quiet for quite a while um and then it just seemed to I don't know like you know I I tell you it's like a snowball right it just Mm. starts small you keep growing you keep growing and then it gets bigger and bigger um and I think that's what's happened here it's quite yeah. cool, quite cool to see. And I think a lot of people probably would have stopped at the start. So, you know, doing it for like five, six months, maybe not getting as much traction as you would have liked. Um, be quite easy for people to to just kind of stop at that point and, and maybe give it up. But yeah, I think you're keeping at it. You know, you're obviously um, feeling, feeling the benefits of it, which is really cool. Yeah, it's good to chat to like more people. Um, and... The, honestly because it's been good looking back I think one of the it's not the achievement of having done it for two years it's the ability to look back at how it's gone is very it's just fun and the honestly I was looking at the first so like 2020 May 2020 was when the first episode and that the listens for the rest of 2020 were horrific to put it to put it kindly yeah. the um honestly i was i was looking at it the other day and it's like in the tens like it would have been me you're looking boys. at boys yeah, yeah. It, talk about that flat line it's like <laughs> it's it's dead um yeah. but the whole of 2020 and i think it's if you're if you're really wanting to do something and you're committing to it consistently you have to have the complete peace of mind that you're like no one's gonna like listen to it watch it read it whatever it is and you've got to be okay with that if you're not okay with that it's like it would really knock your confidence yeah but it was again it's funny looking back seeing that flat line and being like yeah just gotta keep going just keep well, going. It's, it's about having that like um it's about having that understanding of, of what the end goal is and just being confident enough in the end goal that you're able to kind of stick through it and, and kind of go through times where it might be frustrating. Um, also, don't want to like bring it back to myself, but I can relate to that in terms of, you know, going to the gym, things like that. You know, you go through yeah. massive periods of, of just not seeing any progress. Um, and yeah, it can be, can be very demotivating, but then you start to see kind of changes here and there. And I think that's very similar to what, what you've experienced um, with the podcast. So no, really cool. I think um, probably one of the, 
and I guess we'll, we'll touch on kind of like reflections on the past year and um, just the past two years as a whole. But I think one of the coolest things for me, you touched on numbers, um, was the first time. So you were obviously going through SoundCloud to start mm -hmm. with. I think that was your main yeah. kind of avenue. And you kept sending me. Um, so I guess for, for context, for like folk listening, like Lawrence and I went to school together. So we're obviously good pals. Um, and Lawrence will send me stuff like updates, things like that. Just keep me updated on how the, the podcast is going. And with SoundCloud, you'd send me these like screenshots of um, countries that people were listening from. And it was going as far as like Australia. You had like small towns in America that I'd never heard yeah. of. You had places like Ukraine. Um, mm like Italy honestly it was, it was all over and I was like wow this is cool like you know this is blowing up a wee bit um and I remember the first time you switched from SoundCloud to Spotify I was mm -hmm. walking to the shop and you sent me a screenshot of the numbers and I think you'd probably felt as if <laughs> I mean not not kind of dissing SoundCloud here but you'd probably felt <laughs> like SoundCloud had sold out a wee bit because yeah, yeah. they were reporting on numbers was so different to to Spotify and you see the numbers coming through on Spotify and it's yeah. insane. Wild, isn't it? Different worlds, yeah. Um and I think there was two things that it was like the Spotify unwrapped, you know, at the end of the year. Cause obviously the podcast, even though being hosted through SoundCloud, was it was on Spotify as a platform and when they send their own thing like you do as a listener they do it for the podcasters as well and it was just mental mental um in comparison to what we were expecting so um yeah it was it was pleasant to say the least yeah, kind of thinking, thinking you're turning into joe rogan or something <laughs> <laughs> um a bit more hair um yeah va valid thing i think the less okay. less conspiracy theories maybe <laughs> <laughs> i like joe rogan by the way i'm not a <laughs> Okay, yeah, I think by saying that. <laughs> um, I think the first part I started to notice though was it was definitely after a whole year. So obviously last year we like sat down and we're like, oh, how's the year and all this kind of stuff, and it'll be different to what we're chatting about now. But it was definitely July, twenty twenty one, when that was the first time people started like messaging me, mm. like off of their own off their own back to just let me know what their thoughts were which was again like really nice but very odd because I've not had it before yeah absolutely and I think you know certainly from from like my point of view that is or, or getting those kind of messages like to me that seems almost like your not definition of success but that is part of success to you right like having that mm -hmm. having that impact um on people and people feeling like you know feel like they're able to take time out of their day to get in touch to to let you know how something's made them feel like that that must be a good feeling yeah um i think it's my favorite part i think yeah. it's definitely the best bit about it because it's just the most human part of it there's no metric that you can use to when someone feels compelled to let you know that they really enjoyed it you know um 
and obviously you can't like can't give anything away but um is there any kind of particular interaction that you've had with someone that's kind of like stuck with you or is it more just like a whole just you know having that that nice feeling that you know people people do feel compelled enough to um to thank you for for what you're doing and, and knowing that you're kind of making a difference to, to some people's day-to-day lives yeah I think it's funny because you don't realize this when you're doing it off of you like off your own back and your own thoughts and your own interests but themes start to emerge from people messaging you about why it helps them and I think and maybe it's lockdown maybe it's just life in general but a lot of people message and say that they've you know feel a bit down it helps them feel better it helps them feel more hopeful about um things but also better about themselves so i think as a as a whole it's more you get these similar messages but the the i guess the strength of the language that people use is very powerful about how it's how it's helpful which is which is good um but i think when people have reached out, I always reply to them as well, which I feel is like really nice because it again shows that like I'm a human on the other end as well. Yeah, exactly. It, it's that human aspect. I think it's that kind of connection aspect. And, you know, there's there's plenty, plenty podcasts I've listened to in the past that, you know, I've been compelled enough to to get in touch with folk after and, and you just don't hear back and yeah it doesn't it doesn't really make you feel any different about the podcast you still still like the podcast but I think having that interaction and um an ability to just converse with someone who's who's obviously making an impact I think is is quite powerful for for those people um which is which is fantastic yeah I think as well and it's it leads nicely on to what the thoughts are for the future of self-improvement project as well because I you obviously think about it a lot and you think about it all the time and these things that I really like where I like that I can have messages back and forth with people and I think a bit of a common narrative that exists with these types of projects is that they get really big that people become famous that um they look for for growth and in a in a size sense they look for growth but having thought about how much i like the elements that exist just now i'm very compelled to keep it to my own thing and it doesn't need to be that big because it's one of those things that if people need it, they'll find it. And the, I guess the relationships that you build and have with people that are like, these are still early days, you know, if yeah. there's, if there's those touch points with people now, like <clears throat> these are going to be the people that tell their friends and tell people that they care about or feel like it would help them those are going to be the the most important people to the self-improvement project and yeah exactly and, and I think um I think that that's an important kind of point to make is making that distinction between 
you know, what success maybe looks like to other people um, and what it looks like to you. And I think you've kind of found what your own success is like. And I think those conversations have um, ultimately kind of led you to, you know, opening up the the coaching side of things, right? Yeah. So yeah, that, yeah. that consistent communication has opened up perhaps a new avenue um, for yourself that, that didn't exist um when when you started it i'm not even sure if that was something you considered when you started it at all or... yeah exactly um yeah even like a year ago it wasn't even on the radar but <clears throat> i think if you get too big that you can't respond to people and you can't have that human element then what's the point it just becomes an all-consuming machine that you know, you can look into the world and find millions of those. Why why is it the narrative that you need to do that? I'm yeah. in quite a nice position where now that it's so organic and it's so human that I can do things like coaching. I can, you know, someone can email me today and I'll probably read over the next few days and be able to reply to them in the next few days and have the time to think about it rather than either not have time or not have the time to actually put in a thoughtful enough reply do you know exactly and i think that comes back to again like i said like having the confidence in yourself to to know what the end goal is and to know what um to know what drives you when you're doing it um whereas i think a lot of people like you said would probably be consumed with you know growth numbers these kind of things but in reality maybe that doesn't mean as much as as having that kind of personal impact on people how's how's the coaching coaching been so far I know it's it's relatively early doors I know you've had a few kind of sessions but but talk us through talk us through how that's gone yeah um coaching's been good probably late 2021 is when I first dabbled properly with it with more kind of experimental um an experimental mindset i would say you know the kind of i'm trying this to see if i like it see how it goes but at the same time like people volunteer their time for it that's you know more precious than anything so that was invaluable experience and obviously gave me an opportunity to see how the style works how feasible it is um you know with people all over the world and the the really reassuring thing was that <clears throat> I think it maybe comes back to kind of experience within the job world of working education the whole time but you you get a sense of style and how you can help people and I'm I feel like from that I'm very comfortable with the style that I use but at the same time working with those people gave me such insight into things that have evolved into now where I'm working with people now and having even more impact um as well so that's been that's been really good and that, to be honest I don't know <clears throat> how it will go I think I prefer you know if you think of coaching there's lots of different ways you can do it but one to one coaching for me is definitely the most it's it's the most you know relevant to me and where I feel like I can make the most impact I don't and again I might it it might look back and 
and laugh, but like group stuff, big call stuff with lots of people. That's just not me. I don't enjoy it. I don't like it. I don't. I feel it takes away that personal touch to an extent. And yeah, the one to one side of things has been has been great. And I think it's more I'm excited to see how over the months it continues to develop and grow and see what other avenues it will lead down as well. Because that's yeah. what everything has led to so far. Absolutely. And it's it's quite interesting as well, because I know you've had um, you've had conversations with like literally folk around the world. Um, you know, folk in, in the States, I think there's, there's been quite a few folk in, in Europe as well. And I think the good thing of that is, like you touched on, it's it's personal to you. It's personal to whoever you're doing it with. And I don't necessarily think, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, but I don't necessarily think it's like anything too extra outside of what you're doing. It does feel very organic because it's come from what you're doing in the first place like you haven't gone out to kind of seek this this has just been an evolution of what you'd set out to do in the beginning and and this has just come as a as a byproduct of it which i think is is really cool i mean it would have been cool even if you'd set out to do it but i think just stumbling on it um is is quite quite nice to um to look back on and, and see how that's panned out yeah, I think um, <clears throat> it always comes back to that analogy of are you going like like a wide surface but not very deep or are you like over a very narrow surface and going very deep on things? And I think obviously the self-improvement project is very unique with what's talked about, very, you know, it's very inwards, it's very introspective, it's very self-management topics that are discussed. And obviously the self-improvement project is a complete monologue. It's, you know, apart from us chatting and a few others, there's never been any kind of conversation, like interview stuff. So it's very unique. But then that has then gone deeper into the coaching where it's we're we're coaching, but we're coaching that individual on their own self mind It's not thoughts from me and then 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 implementing. It's right, we work together to um help that individual become better at managing themselves or improving themselves from a very unique perspective which is good and I think that's that's where you can make like a real impact with with things and then in another bonus is that that helps me that helps me get even more clear on what it is I'm doing the next layers and the next levels of self-improvement and self-management and um inward development i guess so yeah um, absolutely and i guess that kind of brings me on to to my next question that would be like where do you think self-improvement project will go in the future but i think before that we're touching on the coaching um we're touching on the numbers i think those are two of the big changes that i've seen over the years like things that we probably didn't anticipate at the beginning yeah. um, I don't know if you want to touch on on the sponsorship side of things if if that's something you're comfortable talking about I think that's yeah. another thing but um is there anything else that you know you just did not see coming like big changes when you look back over the two years is there anything else that kind of springs to mind um I'm happy to chat a wee bit about the sponsors I think that was like 
very close to two years before anything towards that came. And I, I'd say at this moment, I'm happy with what that is bringing from a bit of a validation point of view, a bit of credibility with, you know, there must be something that I'm doing right to justify that becoming a part of the podcast. And hopefully that will resonate with people who listen as well. Um, But I think the only other thing that I would really touch on, and this might be quite good because it's more of a, I guess it's more of a holistic thing and maybe more of a tan, well, maybe less tangible thing but more of a like concept or idea that maybe people if they're listening that they can kind of take a little bit from as well and implement is the like complete identity element of it that like the self-improvement project is now part like completely part of who I am when you start you're doing it you're trying to prove something to not to the world but to yourself but when you create the habit and you're turning up consistently without any expectations of success, whatever that is, when it becomes part of who you are and people are talking to you about it or your mates are taking the <laughs> mech out of you for it, it no, but it's it's like it justifies it. It's like, all oh, yeah. right, this is this is who I am now. Um it's which inextricably is, linked, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And it's it's nice, it's it's validating um when you know obviously you spend a lot of time invested in whatever project it is that you're doing but it's really validating to know that when people ask you about it they must have heard or had conversations about it already and that they when they think of you think of that thing which again if it's something that is purely driven by your own interests curiosities passions that's like a really encouraging thing that's a really motivating thing and I think anyone can do something for a few months and say that that's who they are but when you don't need to say who you are or what you do and people ask you about it because you just turn up and do it every week that's uh I think that's a real shift in identity and in that side of things as well which again over the two years you don't you don't set off with that expectation but it does become a part of it as well but it's good to live up to as well you feel like right this is what I do now so you know I'm spending a weekend or I'm spending an hour of my time towards the podcast that's what that's what I do yeah that's a good point I've I've never really I've never really looked at it from from that perspective before but I think you're definitely right I think when people bring it up like even like my mum like brings it up if I if I like talk about you she's like oh it's launched in this podcast like mm. this podcast um and it just goes to show it is that consistency to the point that people can't necessarily mention one thing without mentioning the other um and it's it's providing that I think ultimately as well it's it's providing a, a sense of of purpose which I think is is massively important obviously this isn't your um, I don't. I don't know if the listeners um, kind of know this, but this isn't your your full time um, full time <laughs> gig. Like you know, you you have a job. Um, <coughs> I think a lot of people listening to podcasts sometimes think that you know people doing a podcast is is their full time thing, but you know you're working on the side. Um, mm. 
not even working on the side like you're working full-time and this is on the side mm. um and it's having that kind of understanding of yeah perhaps like what i'm doing full-time isn't necessarily um you know feeding into my goals but having this and having that sense of purpose and being consistent with it i think is really important from you know a mental standpoint i think it's massively important to have something to work towards and and feel like you're contributing in some way even if you're um your kind of full-time thing isn't giving you that and i think that's probably um what a lot of of listeners might feel right you know might feel a bit dejected with their jobs they might feel a bit dejected with i don't know if they're studying it's maybe not something they want to do and it's understanding that you know sometimes that is is okay it's having that thing on the side like your full-time thing doesn't have to be you know what what fills you up and and what provides that sense of purpose you can have things on the side to work towards on top of it and and it will still provide that that sense of accomplishment yeah and honestly it the timing of this is really interesting just now but i know looking back it will it'll be just as interesting that we're capturing it because I guess the first year, year and a half of the podcast, when people were writing to me or writing about their situation, it was quite, they found it reassuring. They found the mindset side of things very helpful to change their perspective. But now people that have been reaching out or writing to me more recently are definitely down that purpose element there there's a hole there's a gap there's some sort of emptiness that exists from a lack of purpose and that might be from their job but there's a realization of oh that doesn't need to be the thing that gives me purpose i have complete freedom to choose whatever it is i want to do that will serve my purpose for me it's the podcast and hopefully that provides people with a bit of oh you can go and try things and see what works and yeah it gives exactly. you that sense of accomplishment and fulfillment and things like that so I, that's I definitely been more recent yeah that that's cool because i think there's that um there's almost that kind of societal pressure and expectation that you know certainly you know we grew up in in Scotland, I'm sure it'll be the same in, in the UK and, and other places, um, that your job is your purpose. Like that's almost what we're always told when we were at school. It's like, right, you study this, you're gonna go on to study this because you'll be doing this. Like where we're from, there's a big big uh, oil and gas industry. Um, so I think a lot of what we were told at school was like, right, you're gonna go work in, in oil and gas industry. Um, whether they said that explicitly or not, that was almost what was implied. And it's like, you kind of get that impression that what you go into from your job perspective is going to be your purpose. And I think when people go into that and it's not their purpose, there's a real disconnect and almost like a feeling of a letdown. Um, so yeah, I think hugely beneficial for people to realize that, you know, you can't like, that's okay. You can have things on the side that, serve that purpose outside of what society probably tells you is your purpose yeah and it's so interesting now because i think the narrative especially in recent years we are being sold a bit of a false dream from corporate or the job sphere where 
everyone's trying to sell the dream of meaningful work. And if you work for us, you will find work with meaning and purpose <laughs> because they because they but, but they're aware of it. They're aware that there's yeah. this thing that people are looking for. And it's a bit sad because they're almost feeding off of the desperation that exists because 100%. jobs can be so soul sucking. But they're feeding into that and we're almost being sold a bit of a uh a false narrative that if we do this job we will find meaning and it's like the promised land but it's not jobs are jobs jobs are you know for years i've had different jobs and at some time at some points in my time working there they've given me meaning and at other points they have not but i think it's very dangerous to pigeonhole that if you have a job with meaning then that's it fixed yeah um you will always find new problems to be interested in or discover and I think it is just very dangerous to be like I want to do this job because it's going to give me purpose and then when you get there like you say there's almost like a a bit of a letdown of oh the (laughs) the days aren't that exciting the tasks aren't actually that good I'm being put into a box sort of thing and absolutely the reverse is that these sort of projects that you have that you invest even if it is an hour a week into and just commit to it it does over time just accumulate into this ball of purpose that no one can take away from you and also no one can tell you what to do with it they can't say oh stay in your box or you can only hit this certain level you're free to run with it as as you want you know I've not had anybody telling me you can't do coaching or you should really think about that or you know if if you're doing coaching you can only do it for a certain bit and then you must go and do this or whatever it's it's, ha- it's having that freedom right it's it's the ability to kind of steer um steer your own ship and mm. um you know not necessarily having to answer to people and ultimately just come it comes down to being accountable for yourself right and i think that in itself is is very powerful and i think that's something that um probably isn't as readily available to to people in in careers like you know careers you're offering answering to to other people it's not something you're necessarily passionate about um but i thought it was quite funny what you mentioned about you know jobs like selling that dream of purpose and a lot of the time it just doesn't happen i, I don't think like corporate work is by by its nature i just don't think it's a ve- it's even possible to to provide that purpose obviously there's going to be there's going to be people who who work in some jobs who who have that and if if so that's absolutely fantastic there's going to be people who um you know have grown up wanting to be a certain thing all their life in a certain profession and they study um you know they might work towards it and they get it and that's amazing um i guess one example i would use would probably be be your wife shout out uh <laughs> shout out anna um but uh yeah i think on the whole i don't think traditional work necessarily um necessarily offers that which i think is why it's so important to you know find something that you can be the master of your own destiny with and and just push it yourself i think that's really empowering yeah and not to not to bang on a wee bit about you know how grim the life of work can be but like it's quite sad that sometimes that when you find the most meaning is before you get punted up because you're good at what you do and you find meaning with it you get punted up into like a a, you get promoted into a 
managerial position where you're not doing what you love anymore like mm. it's one of the saddest things that exists and i think it happens too often but um it's just Funny, we're, it's, we're going down this like anti-work route right <laughs> <laughs> like we, we speak about it all the time like yeah, Lawrence, yeah. Lawrence and I will will chat about it on on like WhatsApp and stuff, and we'll we'll have our frustrations. And I think probably what what folk are here now is is just our our frustrations coming <laughs> out and, and manifesting, right? Um, but yeah, those those are reflections over the last two years as well. I guess it's part of it. It's helped the. Well, I guess it feed, it feeds into it, right? It just it gives you more. Um, like we like we touched on, it gives you more validation to to do what you're doing, and I think that experience about work, you know, it it feeds into it, and um, it's all all part of the journey. But um, I guess like kind of next steps. Obviously, we've spoken about you know reflections on on the past few years, like things you've enjoyed, um, things you might have found a bit more difficult. But in terms of next steps, where where do you think? self-improvement project will go like what is the kind of what is the goal just now or is it just going to be very much the same as what you've been doing in terms of making sure it's organic and just seeing where the wind takes you yeah I think obviously because we're two years in we've got a little bit more structure around what it's the response that it's getting or how it's being received and then that guiding it towards things that I also enjoy and want to explore so that obviously starts very wide when you start a project as you're discovering a lot but once you get those experiences you start to narrow down and you know to to be honest I think as I alluded to a wee bit before with I want to keep it small I want to keep it my own thing I don't want this to grow into a company or a team of whatever I think it's almost one of these and maybe it's one of these trendier phrases that that goes about now but it's definitely not out with the realms of possibility of it being a one person podcast that is a lifestyle business it's a business that allows me to put all of my energy into creating the best content the best coaching for for people and I th- I think it's not really making it more complex than that I think it might sound a wee bit kind of towards myself but I think that's the only way that I would really want it to to be I wouldn't I I'm not interested in the big growth element of it I think it definitely needs to be that right how is it sustainable how is it going to serve the people that it's serving just now and continue to do that without it being lost or being forgotten you know when things get so big that you know you think of customer service becoming terrible and but I also wouldn't want to grow it to such a point where customer service is such a vast thing I wouldn't want to spend my time making it a good thing I feel like if you keep it small and personal then your customer service will always be good you can always spend the time treating people like human beings and things like that um and i think i think that's good as well because that that is very much like staying true to to how the journey's been so far um you know even thinking back to like the very beginning 
I can't even think if if you had any goals for it. I think it was more just a case of, you know, I want to do this. I'm going to see where it goes. And you just learn as you went along. So I think keeping that attitude and I guess being able to stay consistent, being able to, you know, still reply to people, having that personal connection. It's obviously something that's very important to you. I think it's something that's quite important to folks who listen to your podcast. Um, so keeping it in that same fashion is probably, I feel like, the best way to go. And it's one of these things, you know, you've done that for so long. Different avenues have opened up, you know, if we're talking about um, sponsors maybe getting in touch with you, you're talking about maybe evolving into the coaching side of things. Um, and it's just, it's a case of, continuous improvement right like I'm sure you get feedback from from people all the time you know positive feedback you might get negative feedback it's it's taking those things on board and just running with it um and yeah just seeing seeing what happens and I think if you do that you know that is the best way to kind of stay true to to what you've done so far um and I think that'll probably come through as well um, when folk when folk listen to it which I think is great yeah I guess I would want to be sitting here in two years time and say that it's still just having that that impact, but maybe just still deep and narrow. But there's almost there's almost like more people that it's having that deep impact with, I guess, um, overall. But I don't think anything too different to what we've had over the last few years. Obviously, we've got more shows now, three a week, but I wouldn't have been able to do three a week for the first two years I think having a base of one a week off of everything that we've chatted about has allowed me to be able to do three a week which is good I'm not sure as well and you know it'll be again interesting to see because I've tried it before but also like the patron element of it I'm maybe going to explore that a little bit over the second half of 2022 see how it lands just from like a again I know I keep repeating myself, but the, the deep and narrow impact that has on people, I would rather that patron element to it supporting the project rather than the growth of like a, a you know, stereotypical company yeah. side of things, investment or whatever you want to say. You know, it's just that's how I would want it to to be for my own peace of mind and that kind of purpose filling side of things yeah i think patreon is is just it's it's an extension of what you're doing right you know with patreon you can get you know bonus content things like that you might be able to um i mean if people people have access to you just now like people can message but it's just it's an extension of that it's not doing anything different it's just taking yeah. something i think that you feel has worked well so far and just building on it so it's not doing something for the sake of it. It's doing something because you know something works well and this has the potential to to serve serve the listeners even more. So um, no, that'll be exciting. See how see how we get on with that. And I think, um, you know, like I keep saying, the longer you're in it, the more doors are going to open. It's just, you know, making yourself available. These opportunities will come. Yeah. And it's just good to be able to have the time to, you know met like write back to people and spend time with people and spend time thinking about you know the quality of coaching or the quality of the podcast and things like that and I think that's just how I would want to continue to be honest I think that's where the likes of 
having more time to spend on it will improve all of that aspect side of things. So yeah, that'll be that'll be good. But I mean, we might sit down in a year or two years time and be like, wow, that was not what we thought. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, I, I don't think two years ago we would have we would have thought it would be where it is just now in in terms yeah. of where it's gone. You know, with with kind of global reach and stuff and yeah. thousands of listeners. So, um, yeah, who knows? Who knows where the next next two years will will take us? But uh, I'll be here in, in two years' time and <laughs> about it. So just give me a shout. Oh yes. Um. Right. I think that. I think that'll do. I think that'll be a. I think that's a wrap. Happy right with then. that? I'm. I'm happy. Can we? Can we like say something like cue the music and then start start the theme tune or something? Oh, so um, like a wee a wee rundown into like a wee countdown into the the theme tune. Something. I don't know. I feel like it's too planned now. <laughs> I, think, I think that one had to be natural. Cue the music. <laughs>